Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat. I'm catching on the hosel, right? Yeah, right, right. Moving my head. Yeah. Clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. Tears in his eyes, I guess. Four! Please, Darren Pritchett is now broadcasting. Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? On Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Darren on vacation this week. Jimmy Rosary sitting in. How are you? Hopefully you haven't melted. Jesus, it's been hot. Good. Wow. And yet I would still say that last week felt hotter. Like it's 98 degrees right now. And I would still say that it felt hotter last week. Ugh. The fact that I am comparing 98 degree days amongst each other um, uh, kind of makes me sad a little bit. Not going to lie. Let's see. Update from uh, the College World Series in Omaha, where I'm sure it's also just blisteringly hot. Uh, Bottom of the eighth right now. Notre Dame does get a run up on the board. Uh, Brooks Ketsky or uh, Ketsy, uh, with a uh, home run this inning, making it 5-1 uh, in favor of Texas A&M. So, not looking too good. Uh, Detmer for Texas A&M has, was just on it today. Just gave up three hits, struck out six over seven innings. That's, that's a day. That any team is going to have a tough time coming, you know, trying to battle against a pitching performance like that, quite honestly. So, but you never know. That's why they play these games. So, uh, I'll uh, I'll keep you updated as uh, as it warrants. Of course, I'll let you know when it goes final. Uh, all that. Uh, if you're able to watch the game, it's uh, it's on ESPN right now. So, you know, if you're home already, wouldn't mind if you you know if you click over there. Just come back, okay? Okay. Okay. Well, let's see. Stanley Cup Finals last night. Uh, <laughs> because, of course, I decided to tell everybody, yeah, Colorado's got this in the bag. Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay, of course, decided to come out punching hard. Uh, <laughs> answering Saturday night's 7-0 beatdown uh, by the Avalanche by, uh, by beating Colorado 6-2 last night. That... Uh, that that that's pretty you know that's pretty pretty definite right there, don't you think? Colorado still leading the series though, two games to one in the uh, in the best of seven series. Game four is tomorrow night down in Tampa Bay. So fun series though, <laughs> I will say that it's that, that that's been a really fun series to watch. 
Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup playoffs in general are always just amazing to watch. It's just, if you're not a hockey fan, this is the time to become a hockey fan because you're seeing the best hockey in the world. I mean, you get the, you know, you get good matchups during the season. Of course, the season is long, though. You know, I can I can understand how how you may kind of slip off a little bit because of just how long the season is. But uh, Stanley Cup playoffs are are they're it, it, it's I I have a hard time trying to uh, trying to top that as like the best tournament in American sports. Like even even March Madness, I I would put the Stanley Cup final on top of March Madness. Although they're probably closer to being one A and one B. Like they kind of flip flop depending on what time of year it is. Quite honestly, with me, so uh, you know, just man, man, oh man, just a, a, a series is developing. <laughs> it started a series is developing. Uh, it could be 2-2 by the end of tomorrow night. Don't know. I've seen that script before where a team goes down to Tampa Bay up 2 nothing, And they leave Tampa Bay tied at 2. Rangers weren't the same team after like the second period in Game 3. Tampa put up those two goals in the third period. One in overtime and that just set them... Set them on that series. Wound up winning the next four straight. So. I still think Colorado's the better team, though. I still think Colorado's the better team. So. Goalkeeping, though. They, the Lightning have a huge advantage. Huge advantage. Anyway. Them's my thoughts on hockey. Uh Deshaun Watson, last week, uh, pretty much gave the impression that that he wasn't going to settle any of these lawsuits, any of the 24 lawsuits that that are against him. Well, let's say, hmm, let's say now, you know, just four lawsuits. Deshaun Watson settled 20 of them today. Like last year, he he was ready to pay each of each of the then twenty two plaintiffs who had sued him for sexual misconduct a hundred grand each in order to resolve all those lawsuits that you know that have been going on since then. All but four were ready to end the process. Then <laughs> Watson then declined to to settle with fewer than all of the plaintiffs. However, but apparently changing a different tune. Um, he probably should have done that last year, but we're also talking about Deshaun Watson and he has proven he, he doesn't, he doesn't know good advice from bad advice right now. Don't know if he ever has, but yeah, that like to, to keep this going on. Like there was, there was no way that that he was going to, you know, come out on top at least with all of them, if any of them. The the he's he's saving his own skin, and I get it. 
can understand that. Now, we don't know how much he's paying to each of these plaintiffs that, that he settled with today, each of the 20. Uh, the amounts of the payments, according to attor- uh, um, the plaintiff's attorney, Tony Busby, the amount of the payments are confidential. Confidential. I'm going to put that word in quotes right now. Confidential. I mean, there's 20 different defendants now, you know, with with a big old payment coming their way. Someone's going to blab. All, all it takes is one to speak anonymously to a reporter. Just one. That's all it takes. And then each of them, <laughs> all 20 of them, can just say, oh, it wasn't me. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have taken him for all that he's worth. No. No. Absolutely not. Deshaun Watson has, has proven that he's a bad guy. He, he's not a good person. He did some really unspeakable things. On the record, 66 times. There have been 24 lawsuits against him. 25, actually. One of them dropped out. But for the most part, 24. Like, if it if if it's one, I'm I might be willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, depending on depending on evidence. Like if any if if any sort of evidence, you know, it's it, it's shaky and and things don't line up, then you can kind of look towards Deshaun Watson and and go, okay, somebody's just trying to pull a fast one on him. Okay, twenty four. No, Deshaun Watson's a bad guy. Deshaun Watson's a pretty sick guy. We're not going to find out how much, how much all the plaintiffs are getting. Um, you know, confidential, anyway. At least, you know, until all the checks clear. Then... Then I'm willing to put some odds on, uh, on, on just how long it's going to take before we find out. We'll take a month. We'll take two months, six months, a year. How long is it going to take for somebody to blab? Because somebody's going to blab. Someone will talk to someone who will then talk to someone who will talk to a reporter. We'll probably wind up getting like a big game of telephone out of the actual amount. But we're going to find out at least the neighborhood of how much he's paying He's paying these women off. And when you have to pay off 24 women because of stuff that you did in multiple, multiple massage sessions... You're not a good guy. You are not a good guy. Like, 
you're you're down there with like the scummiest people in the world, quite honestly. So that should be, you know, interesting to see just just how much of that guaranteed money from Cleveland uh, that he's that he's not going to have much longer. Going to be interesting to see how much of that he's he's actually paid out, and you know if he if he was willing to pay a hundred grand last year, I'm sure it's a bigger amount. So we're talking at least total two point four million. Like that's what it would have been had 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 he been able to settle for a hundred grand each last year. Wow. It's a lot of money. Again, good guys don't have to shell out that kind of money for for 24 lawsuits because they're not involved in 24 lawsuits. And now the I I guess, you know, I mean we're still waiting for the other four to settle, which that may be an entirely different tax bracket altogether, quite honestly. <laughs> like Deshaun, Deshaun's probably pretty happy that he got that money up front from Cleveland because he's he's gonna need it. He's gonna need it to pay off these lawsuits, and and rightfully so. Now we play the waiting game on what we hear from the NFL. How long is is he gonna be on the bench? How long is he gonna be suspended? Because he's gonna he's. He's got to be suspended, right? I mean, you just had 24 lawsuits again. The NFL suspended guys for less, for much less. Twenty-four lawsuits. Like how? Do you make it a game per lawsuit? So that would make it. You know, 24 games, obviously. A season and a half. Do you go more for just a full season? I know that uh, I know that the NFL has actually hired somebody to dole out the punishments like this now. Like, it's not all just coming from Roger Goodell. They've actually got somebody on the payroll who, you know, considered independent of the NFL. I guess kind of, you know, like a impartial eye. Because he's going to be suspended. And now, and then what do the Browns do? I mean, they got, they got, they, they chose to, to tie themselves to Deshaun Watson. A guy who, when they traded for him, was still awaiting criminal trial. Like, he was still awaiting his his day in court on the criminal charges. 
they decided to get in bed with that guy. Pardon, pardon the terminology. Ugh. Bad choice of words. Um, they decided to align themselves with Deshaun Watson as he's awaiting word on 24 criminal lawsuits, you know, 24 charges against him. Why would you do that? (laughs) Why would you do that? At the same time, you also burn pretty much every bridge that you have with with Baker Mayfield, who, okay, talent-wise, while not as good a quarterback as Deshaun Watson is, still not terrible. There's worse out there. There's, I mean, Cleveland may still be in a uh, in a division that has Mitchell Trubisky as a starter. We don't know. I know they picked Kenny Pickett with with their first round pick, but you know, does does Mike Tomlin say, "Hey, hey we we gotta we gotta season this kid a little bit." And let Trubisky start this year. So you got that. But I mean, I, I think Pittsburgh's more, more headed towards just they should be rebuilding. Quite honestly, they should just blow the whole damn thing up in Pittsburgh. But you know, Cleveland's still a competitive team. Got Amari Cooper, who, when he decides to, can be one of the top 10 receivers in the league. You have a running game that just won't quit. You've got an offensive line that makes way for that running game. You've got a defense that is downright scary. But you got no quarterback. Because Baker's not showing up. Baker, is, They've excused Baker from having to show up for, for minicamp which was mandatory for everybody else, but they were just like, hey, why don't you stay home, Baker? And Baker's like, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll sit here collecting my paycheck while you guys figure out just what you're going to do with me. Are you going to trade me? Please trade me. For God's sakes, please trade me. So now the Browns are probably looking at Jacoby Brissett as their as their starter next year. Woo! Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> no sympathy from Colts fans, I'll say that about about Jacoby Brissett. It just oh man. Like, there's a whole lot of dumb just just going around, all around Deshaun Watson. And it's all been brought on. You know, basically he brought it upon himself. He's got nobody to blame but himself. Waste of a, waste of a talent, waste of a lot of things. Just, ugh. 
I'm just waiting. I'm I, like I got I gotta see how much he's he's paying he's paying these women off. I gotta see. I hope they took him to the cleaners. Coming up. Uh, I never thought I'd be talking this much about golf, like ever. Like I'll watch the major tournaments and and whatnot. And I know who, you know, some of the some of the better guys on, you know, in golf. Some of the better players on PGA Tour and you know just in the world. You know, I'll, I'll know who they are. You know, I'll know their names. They could come walking into the room right now and, you know, smack me in the face, and I wouldn't know <laughs> know who they were. But I at least know names. I you know can at least try to put names to faces. If you give me that, um, the live tour has changed all that. Was not expecting that one bit. That's coming up. Budweiser's weekday sports beat brought to you, of course, by Budweiser, the king of beers, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Baseball fans, this Bud's for you. Also by Tim Growl State Farm Insurance. Mention sports beat and get a free gift with your free quote. Call Tim at 574-232-9981. The Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Hunger is a story we can end. Find out how at feedindiana.org. The St. Joseph County 4-H Fair. Summer starts here July 1st through the 9th. Get details at 4hfair.com. Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, serving our community while serving Michiana's most favorite pizza since 1978. And also by Pet Refuge, urging you to urging you to adopt Don't Shop, where new beginnings have happy endings. Pet Refuge. Talking about golf, coming up. Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Jim Rosarian for Darren Pritchett this afternoon. It's Budweiser's weekday sports beat, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. All my stuff to follow me. It's all right there, JimOnSports.com. All my social media stuff so that you can see what I'm yelling about. The other 22 hours of my day. Amazingly enough, there's a lot of yelling. One would think I would get a sore throat at some point, but... Uh, Nope. I just keep plugging away. Uh, Notre Dame continuing to, to plug away a little bit. Bottom of the ninth, still down 5-1. Uh, looks like a 2-2 count. Brannigan walked, so man on first. Yep. Still 5-1. Man on first, though. No outs. Uh, bottom nine, Aggies leading the Irish 5-1. So, golf. <laughs> Talk about golf after a major tournament has been played. I'm talking about golf between, you know, in, in a gap between two major tournaments. I'm shocking myself, quite honestly. Like I, I it, it, it's no secret. I, I've I've made no secret about this. I don't watch a ton of golf. Most of the time, I, 
you know, outside of the majors, I just kind of go, who's this guy? Who? What? Omaha, Nebraska? What? There's a tournament in Omaha, right? I couldn't tell you. Even I can tell, though, that the PGA Tour is sweating a little bit. Maybe not a full-on flop sweat or anything. Maybe, maybe we're not to that point yet. But probably definitely... Probably definitely to a point where the heat's been turned up. There's there's at least that little sheen on uh, on Jay Monahan's head, on his forehead. Just just that little bit of sheen. Just enough to kind of make you go, whew, you know, grab a little, grab a tissue or a handkerchief and just kind of wipe your brow a little bit. Just a little bit. The Live Golf Invitational Series. Uh, basically just throwing boatloads of cash at guys. It's back, you know, we, we, know, we know who backs it. You know, it's backed, uh, it's backed by, you know, by Saudi Arabia. It's, uh, <laughs> not going to lie either, it's, uh, it's their attempt at pretty much sports washing their image. Been able to launch this golf tour. They've been able to get an F1 race. Um, the WWE has has a deal with them to to do events there. The Live Golf Series just just the latest. Uh, the public investment fund from from Saudi Arabia, fronted by fronted by Greg Norman, who has had issues with the PGA Tour going back like thirty years. Like he's always been against, he's always kind of been against the model that PGA Tour operates under, as far as how much money the players get on tour. Um, Live Golf Series picking up another big name today. Brooks Kepka, the latest golfer to defect from the PGA Tour to, to the Live Golf Series. Four-time major winner. Live Golf expected to announce uh, the addition of Kepka in the coming days. He's ranked 19th in the in the official world golf ranking. So it's not like this guy's a schlub. Like some of the, some of the guys that they that they've announced <laughs> for for the Live Golf Tour, it's like, who? But there's there are others who have been very much uh, you know oh wow they got him we know about Phil Mickelson they've also got they've also gotten Bryson DeChambeau Patrick Reed Dustin Johnson they've signed eight of the top fifty players in the world so far guys are guys are now having to uh, you know guys on the PGA tour still are now having to come out and say no I'm not I'm not joining like ha- having to get ahead of any sort of inquiry by the tour Colin Morikawa 
the number four player in the world. Had to deny rumors. Had to had to put that out on Twitter today, saying that he's here to stay on the PGA Tour and that nothing has changed. Abraham Anker also leaving the PGA Tour for the new Live Golf Series. He's ranked twentieth in the world. Uh, all of them expected to compete in the in the event that's coming up at Pumpkin Ridge in Portland, Oregon, starting June thirtieth. Yeah, Jay Monahan's sweating. Like it, he wasn't sweating before with 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 just Phil Mickelson. He he could he was he had no problem letting Phil Mickelson go. He had no problem letting you know some of those scrub guys that nobody really knows. He had no problem with, with letting those guys go. DeChambeau, Johnson, Patrick Reed, all those guys leaving. Now Kepka. Now Anchor. Now, now he's starting to sweat a little bit. Now, now he's sweating. Of course, Monahan suspended 17 players, including all those guys who def- have defected. Apparently, they're they're needed, you know, tour players who have competed in live golf tournaments and will compete in future ones without a conf- conflicting event release are going to face similar punishment to what they got, just outright suspension by the PGA Tour. Which I mean, that, that's not really too much of a that's not really too much of a uh, of a punishment to those guys, is it? Is it, it, it. <laughs> like those guys don't care that they've been suspended by the PGA Tour now. Have you seen the paydays? They're getting they're getting two hundred million dollars just for showing up. They're playing three days of golf. No cuts. And the like the guy who comes in last place is getting like eight digits at least. Why wouldn't you? Again. The the tour itself, I, I, I got problems with the people who run the tour. I really do. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, human rights atrocities, all all that. I get why these guys are going over, though. I get why these guys are crossing that line. They're making more money than they ever would on the PGA Tour in fewer events and with less time on the golf course, even. Again, nine figures. Nine figures for those guys. Somebody's paying me nine figures. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, it, and it's kind of someone with a little bit of a CD background. Well, a lot of a CD background in, in in this case, but somebody with a CD background is just literally backing up a Brinks truck with nine digits worth of money in it. Yeah, I'm I'm taking a hard look at that and probably uh probably signing with with that guy. 
You would too. Everybody has their price. Everybody's got their price. Like I said, I can't blame these guys for doing it. Of course, you know, they'll they'll be able to compete at uh, at the majors. At least the, you know, the US Open and the Open Championship coming o- coming up in England and uh, and the Masters, they'll be able to compete in those because the PGA doesn't have any uh, any governance over those tournaments. Not sure about the PGA tournament, although that would kind of be awkward, wouldn't it? PGA sweating though. So much so, so that uh, they're making some changes. They're hoping to reintroduce or uh, hoping to introduce a revamped schedule that's going to include increased purses worth at least twenty million dollars in at least eight existing marquee events and three new events in a global golf series that will include uh, no cuts, limited fields, and purses of at least $25 million. That's what the PGA is wanting to do. Huh, that sounds a little bit familiar, don't you think? <laughs> all, all that, just, just, just a little bit, just a little bit. Details are still being finalized, subject to change, but uh, the overhaul of the PGA Tour schedule is expected to be approved for next year, 2023, as uh, as Live Golf continues to just basically take one big name after another. Again, eight of the world's top 50 playing in the Live Golf Tournament now, in the Live Golf Tour now. PGA also returning to a calendar year schedule instead of a wraparound schedule that's currently being used. Actually getting an off-season again. PGA sweating. They're not making those changes. They're not making those changes if, if these guys aren't jumping ship. They're not basically making their own imitation live golf tour if these guys aren't jumping ship like it's just it's just not happening and i i again i can't i can't blame the pga tour for wanting to wanting to protect itself you know signing bonuses of 100 million to 200 million dollars that's what live golf. That's what the live golf tour is offered, guys. Again, nine digits. The increased purses uh, would include existing tournaments such as the Century Tournament of Champions, the Genesis Invitational, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, the Players Championship, the uh, Memorial Tournament, and others. And like I said, three new international events with no cuts and as many as the top 60 players in the previous season's FedEx Cup standings would be introduced. The events would not have anchor cities and would move around like the major championships, according to, uh, according to, according to uh, some sources. A player who attended the meeting with, uh, with PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan on Tuesday told ESPN, that's the most engaged I've seen the membership. <laughs> Not, like I said, nothing, nothing turns uh, nothing turns your your boss's head quite like uh, 
you know, bunch of the top players in the world getting plucked by another tour. This kind of this kind of has a feeling, and indulge me for a little bit as I go down memory lane. This kind of has a feel of back in the mid '90s between the w what was then the WWF and WCW. You had a bunch of the you had a bunch of the established wrestlers in WWF jumping ship to WCW. Why? For more money. More money, having to work fewer dates, better contract situation in general. It kind of reminds me of that. We'll see if it has kind of the same end, too, where the Live Golf Tour goes belly up and winds up getting bought by PGA Tour. Probably not what WCW had in mind. That's what happened, though. I don't, I, considering, considering how it, it like th- this, this investment fund, this public investment fund from, from Saudi Arabia, it just prints money. Okay. It, it, it's not going, it, it's not going belly up. It, it, it's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Just going to keep. I want you. I want you. Hell, they offered Tiger damn near a billion dollars to join. Tiger said no. Tiger apparently putting uh, putting the ethics in, in, in front of the checkbook. That, you get, <laughs> Liv Tour gets Tiger, game over. Game over for the PGA. I don't see it happening anytime soon. But you get you get the one guy in golf who still moves the needle like Tiger Woods. You get you get Tiger Woods on your tour with the promise of fewer <laughs> fewer tournaments. The guy who would greatly benefit health-wise from from having to play fewer tournaments. Mm. Yeah, I I I would be I would be setting the countdown clock on the PGA Tour. But that's just me. Got to go through some uh, some betting numbers here coming up. Also, uh Brian Erlacher's throwing uh, throwing his support behind a guy uh to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And the numbers kind of line up a little bit. Tell you who it is? A little bit. It's Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. Final from Omaha. Not going the Irish's way. Texas A&M beats them today, five-one. That eliminates the uh, the Irish from the college football or the uh, college baseball World Series. Anyway, college football. Jeez. It's on my mind. It's on my mind. 
June's just about to turn into July. July's going to turn into August. August's going to turn into September real damn quick. Irish could only get three hits over over the first seven innings of the game. So, I mean, they were just, they were just shut down. They were just shut down today by by Texas A&M. So, but a great season by the Irish. Forty-one and seventeen on a whole. Now the question becomes: How do we keep Link Jarrett in town? How? I know. I know. He just signed a new deal before before this season, but. Uh, they're gonna have to rework it again. I, I got a feeling they're gonna have to rework it again. Anyway, hats off to the Irish on uh, on a job well done this season. Once again, like the last three seasons, they've, they've their their winning percentage was like second in in the nation. So I mean, just. Hell of a job that Link Jarrett has done at Notre Dame. Major League Baseball World Series. A little bit of an odds update for you. Last time we checked this a month ago, uh, the odds uh, for the World Series showed that the Dodgers were the clear favorite to take to uh, take it all. Yankees have forced a change. Having the best record in baseball heading into the end of the month kind of does that. Uh, Yankees and the Dodgers at, at plus 450. Both of them at plus four fit. Maybe they wind up facing each other. Which one do you go with then? Houston Astros at plus six fifty. They've been playing some great ball. Mets have the best record in the National League. They're at plus seven fifty. Which, by the way, meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I was really. Do I push the button or do I not? <laughs> Toronto's at plus 1,000. Atlanta's at plus 1,200. San Diego plus 1,300. San Diego's on the rise, too. Uh, Milwaukee plus 1,400. If you're going to make a play now, focus on spreading that cash between the Yankees and the Dodgers. Throw a little bit towards the uh, the Astros and the Mets to kind of cover yourself. Now, a lot of baseball left, I admit. Haven't even hit the all-star break yet, but the sooner you get on those odds, the sooner you can, you know, A, not have to worry about it, and B, you know, set yourself up for a, for a solid payday come October. Just saying. I'm just saying. Talk about uh, talk about some picks for uh, for tonight coming up in a little bit. Sports Center update on the way next on Budweiser's weekday sports beat on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. Budweiser's weekday sports beat, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Jimmy Rosari in for Darren. He's on vacation uh, all week, apparently, according to uh, according to Twitter. He's 
He's crossed international borders. <laughs> He's on the run. Somebody stop him before he gets to the dam. Anyway. So you got me all, uh, pretty much all this week, so. Uh, sorry. I don't know. Jimonsports.com, if you uh, if you want to yell at me, that's where all my all my social media stuff is posted up there. Uh, Jimonsports.com. Jimonsports, all one word, dot com. Uh, Gronk's hanging it up. For real this time, I think. <laughs> we had this after uh, after after you know Brady was kind of in limbo as far as you know being between New England and Tampa Bay. Gronk retired then, but according to, uh, to Jordan Schultz, he's uh, he's planning on retiring. Put that on Twitter today. Uh, I'll I'll just read the the whole thing. Breaking Rob Gon- Rob Gon- uh, Rob Gronkowski bah, tells me he's retiring, according to uh, Jordan Schultz on Twitter. Uh, the future first ballot Hall of Famer won four Super Bowls while earning a spot on the NFL's 100th anniversary team and the 2010s All Decade team. An all-time great officially hangs him up at 33 years old. That dude is smart with his money too. He hasn't spent a a dime of the money of like his contract money from playing. Hasn't spent a dime like he's been living off of endorsements this whole time. Brilliant. Like I don't know I don't know if he came up with that or if he just got himself a really good financial advisor. I kind of want to lean one way. I think you know which one I mean. But at the same time, can't really judge a book by its cover. Is he a first ballot? Is he going to first ballot? God, like... You think think of tight ends, you know, like he is one of the all-time greats. I, you know, obviously it depends on the class. You know, who else would be up for enshrinement that year? But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say he's got a pretty good he's got a pretty good pretty good chance of going in first ballot. I mean, just just from what what he meant to Tom Brady. You know, yeah, Brady's the one passing the ball, but Gronkowski's also the one doing the other part of the work. He could block. He could, you know, obviously he could catch. He's fast for a tight end too. I mean, I'd I'd vote for him first ballot. I you know, I th- I think that's just kind of a. Uh, I think that's just kind of a given, really. You know, like he, he's up, he's up there he's up there with that line of tight ends in in the NFL. You know, Tony Gonzalez, Kellen Winslow, senior, <laughs> not junior. 
And, of course, my personal favorite, Mark Bavaro. There's <laughs> a buddy of mine on Twitter who's probably, if he's listening, he's probably losing his mind about Mark Bavaro right now. <laughs> Why do you always bring up Bavaro? <laughs> Go back and watch watch some film, though. Go on. You'll, you'll see what I mean. Yeah, I'd, I, I would vote for Gronk first, first ballot for the Hall of Fame. Another guy who's been eligible, hasn't been able to get in, uh, has Brian Erlacher on his side. Erlacher, of course, you know, Hall of Fame career. He's pushing hard. For Zach Thomas, long time with the uh, Miami Dolphins, also spent a season with the Cowboys at uh, at the end of his career. He's pushing hard. He's he is firmly ensconced in the uh, in the Zach Thomas to the Hall of Fame camp. He went on the uh, the Pat McAfee show, I believe it was yesterday, uh, and he had this to say about Zach Thomas. I'm gonna give you one guy who I th- cannot. Un- this pisses me off. Zach Thomas. How the f*** is yeah. Zach Thomas Hell not yeah. in the Hall of Fame? Put his stats up with mine, Ray, any other linebacker who's even close to Hall of Fame or been in the Hall of Fame. He's right there with us, if not better. Okay, Brian. All right. I'll, uh... Let's pull up some stats here. Here's Zach Thomas's stats. In 13 seasons. Uh, 96 to, to 08. Zach Thomas recorded 1,734 tackles, 20 and a half sacks, 17 interceptions, 14 forced fum- or uh, 16 forced fumbles, and eight recovered fumbles. It's good enough to earn him five first-team All-Pro selections, two second-team All-Pro selections, seven Pro Bowl appearances, and a, a second-team spot on the NFL All-Decade team for the 2000s. Okay, that's. Pretty solid career. Is it Hall of Fame worthy, though? Like, if you heard all those numbers just by themselves, is that Hall of Fame? Here's Erlacher's career. Same amount of time. Zach Thomas actually had one more season, so Brian Erlacher had 12. Okay. But Brian Erlacher's career. 1,361 tackles, 41 and a half sacks, 22 interceptions, 11 forced fumbles, 16 fumbles recovered. 2000 Defensive Rookie of the Year, 2005 Defensive Player of the Year, First Team All-2000s Team, 2000 NFL All-Rookie Team. That's Brian Erlacher's career. I mean, Brian Erlacher's saying... Zach Thomas should be in the Hall of Fame, probably above him. Whenever I think of those Dolphins teams, too, in in that time period, you're not thinking of a quarterback. (laughs) Like, when you think of the Miami Dolphins, you think of Dan Marino, obviously. You think of, you know, Dan Marino and Don Shula. And Don Shula. That's, That's it. That's it. But they were both gone by the time Zach Thomas came to town. And 
like those Dolphins teams were personified by Zach Thomas. Brian also mentioned Ray Lewis, you know, saying that put him up against against you know me and Ray's numbers. All right, here's Ray's numbers. Ray had a little longer career, ninety six to twenty twelve. 16 seasons. Ray Lewis went 16 seasons as a linebacker. 2,059 tackles, 41 and a half sacks, 31 interceptions, 19 forced fumbles, 20 fumbles recovered. Defensive player of the year in 2000 and 2003. First team, all 2000s team, NFL 100 all-time team. Like I said, Ray's getting four extra years in there on on both Erlacher and and Zach Thomas. So I guess more of the, you know, I guess more of the comparison should be between Zach Thomas and Brian Erlacher, which again, Brian Erlacher totally welcomes. <laughs> like he's he's been lighting up Twitter just say Zach Thomas needs to be in the Hall of Fame, you know, any chance that he can. He's been saying it. Despite all those achievements, though, Thomas finds himself on the outside looking in. He's been a finalist each of the last three years. But uh, hasn't hasn't been able to break through. And when you compare the two, it's just about even. You know, something else to, to consider about, about Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas finished his career with more tackles than Junior Seau and Brian Erlacher. Finished his career with more sacks than Mike Singletary, Derek Brooks, and Dick Butkus. Finished his career with more first-team All-Pro selections than Kevin Green and Andre Tippett. All of those guys are Hall of Famers. Yeah, Zach Thomas probably deserves to be in the the Hall of Fame, doesn't he? If not for anything else, just so that we calm Brian Erlacher down. Like, like, the dude said that he was pissed off. Like, listen to him again. I'm going to give you one guy who I cannot – this pisses me off. Zach Thomas. Because yeah. Zach Thomas yeah. not in the Hall of Fame. Put his stats up with mine, Ray, any other linebacker who's even close to Hall of Fame or been in the Hall of Fame. He's right there with us, if not better. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we want to be pissing off uh, Brian Urlacher right now, like ever, really. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure that's a that's necessarily a wise idea. <laughs> if I, if I'm a Hall of Fame voter for 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 the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I might be avoiding Brian Urlacher at all costs right now. (laughs) Zach Thomas is still out like five years from now. I think he's going to be breaking dudes' doors down, you know, who are openly voting for Gronkowski. What are you doing voting for Gronkowski? He's great and all, but Zach Thomas! Shaking dudes down. I mean, with, with that head of hair. With that, with that new head of hair. 
man's got a <laughs> man's got a lot of confidence right now because of that head hair. <laughs> I shouldn't make fun because there's going to come a, a, a day. I've got a great head of hair. I'm I'm not going to lie. It's it's a fantastic head of hair, but there's going to come a day where. I'm going to sneeze or cough wrong, and it's all just going to come shooting out of my head all at the same time. All of it just poof. <laughs> you can just see it now. I'll hook you, hook you up with some, uh, <laughs> some bets for baseball tonight. South Bend Cubs baseball uh, just around the corner. Coverage starting at 645 tonight here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Dan Patrick's above the noise right now. Budweiser's weekday sports beat brought to you by Budweiser, the king of beers, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Baseball fans, this buzz for you. Tim Growl, State Farm Insurance. Mention sports beat and get a free gift with your free quote. Call Tim at 574-232-9981. Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Hunger is a story we can end. Find out how at feedindiana.org. The St. Joseph County 4-H Fair. Summer starts here July 1st through the 9th. Get details at 4hfair.com. Also by Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, serving our community while serving Michiana's most favorite pizza since 1978, and by the fine folks at Pet Refuge, urging you to adopt Don't Shop, where new beginnings have happy endings. In case you missed it, final score from Omaha, Texas A&M 5, Notre Dame 1. Um, Notre Dame season over uh, at the College World Series, but uh, a hell of a season again for the Irish. Making it further this year um, with maybe not a maybe with a team with not as much punch as uh, as last year's team had. Making it making it that far, you know, kind of relying a little bit on small ball, but uh, yeah, hell of a job once again by uh, everybody on the team, and of course, uh, you know, Link Jarrett doing an amazing job as uh, as the manager, as the head coach. So, will he be back next year? I like right now. I'm I'm at a coin toss as far as that goes. So. Like regardless of what side the the of the re, regardless of what side lands up, it's like okay. Like either way, I'm I'm like okay, all right, that's just the way it is. So hopefully he comes back because I mean, let's face it, it's fun when teams at Notre Dame are good, right? It's a lot more fun that way. I think we're going to have a fun season as far as football goes. I you know, basketball can be fun. This past season anyway as far as as far as men's basketball went, you know, kind of turned into a fun season. If we can kind of keep that, you know, going a little bit more during the year with the baseball team, I I I think I think that would be awesome. But that's not my decision either. So, you know, 
is what it is, I guess. Let's uh, let's talk some numbers for your betting evening. Some uh, some baseball picks. Full schedule today. <laughs> Woo! As far as uh, as far as good games, uh, you know, solid bets to make. Mets at the Astros. Don't get me wrong. Typically, I'm not betting on my own team. But every 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 so often, you just kind of see a see a series, and you just go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mets and Astros playing a brief two-game series starting tonight. Overall, both teams own the second and third highest winning percentages in baseball, trailing only the Yankees. Astros slight favorites in this matchup, but I would argue that the Mets have the advantage on the mound. Tonight, they're tr- they're turning to, uh, to Trevor Williams. Astros are starting Jose Arquiti. Williams has alternated between the bullpen and the rotation this year, but he's gotten plenty of time as a starter in the past. He's a... Uh, He was picked up in the Baez trade, in the Javi Baez trade with the Cubs. So, his numbers in previous years with the uh, with the Pirates aren't very impressive, but showed some significant signs of improvement this year. Statcast data, pretty strong actually, ranking the 86th percentile for hard hit rate. Meanwhile, Urquidy has been hit really hard. Ranks in the 11th percentile or lower in average exit velocity, hard hit rate, XERA, XWOBA, and uh, and barrel rate. He's got an ERA near five, which Mets have also done really well, like insanely well against right-handed pitching. They rank second in WRC+. Should be able to get to Jose Arquiti. Should be able to do it, even with even with Jeff McNeil, possibly, possibly not in the lineup tonight. He tweaked his hamstring apparently yesterday. I I, I still like the Mets lineup against uh, against the Astros. So pick the Mets straight up money line plus one ten. Blue Jays at the White Sox. Pick here is under nine runs. Pretty disappointing offensively for both teams, really. But they're both starting to heat up. But both teams sending quality to the mound. Kevin Gausman starting for Toronto. The White Sox sending Dylan Cease. That's that's probably the pitching matchup for the night, even. Gausman has pitched great in his first season with Toronto, but has been significantly unlucky. ZRA is a 321, which is pretty, pretty solid. His FIP a sparkling 174. That's the best mark in the uh, in the league among qualified starters. Batters have posted an extremely high 369 batting average on balls in play, which probably will regress to the norm moving forward. Opposing batters manages a 274 BABIP against Gaussman last season. ZRA should improve. Cease, meantime, 93rd percentile for strikeout rate, racking up just under 13 strikeouts per nine. When the balls do get put in play against Dylan Cease, they've managed a 
hard hard hit rate of just 33.1%. Solid pitching numbers, like I said, all the way around. Grab the under on nine runs for this game between uh, Toronto and the White Sox. Let's see, Arizona at uh, at San Diego. This is going to be a little bit of a shock. Diamondbacks, straight up. Diamondback, yeah. A lot of people were on them as underdogs yesterday. Let, let everybody down. They've got Zach Gallen on the mound, though, who's easily their best starter, though. 291 ERA. Diamondbacks have won eight of his 12 starts. He's lost two of his past three, but he rebounded nicely with seven innings of two-run ball in his last outing. Should be able to shut down a pretty mediocre Padres offense. Tatis, sidelined. Manny Machado, probably missing another game due to that ankle injury, which looked a lot worse than it actually was, thank God. Padres have a strong starter of their own in Sean Manea. Not nearly as impressive, though, as Gallon. Manea's uh, ERA is 395. Batters have made much better contact, too, against him after his pretty strong strong start to the season. Kind of starting to come a little bit back down to earth. Diamondbacks are far from an offensive dynamo. Don't get me wrong. It's the Diamondbacks. But I like my chances with Zach Gallon more. So Diamondbacks straight up against the Padres. Oh, let's see. what What's some more? Yankees are at Tampa Bay. Nasty Nestor. Nestor Cortez. It's been real impressive in both starts against the Rays this season. He's allowed a single earned run in both five innings and eight innings, respectively, in those starts. Both teams with two of the best bullpens in the league, too. And Tampa's missing a whole heck of a lot of offense. Still, if you see that number of seven and a half for the for the run line, don't go with it. All right, because it's still the Yankees' offense. Don't do not take the under of seven and a half. All right, just just take take the Yankees on the run line at minus one and a half. Much better odds there. Much better odds to uh, to pick up some cash there. Tampa Bay probably going with a bullpen game. And they've got a good bullpen. But, I mean, the Yankees. Have you seen what the Yankees have been doing? Even as a hardened Mets fan, like me, even even as a hardened Mets, Mets fan, I have to go, damn. Now, granted, they've got, they've got, you know, like a the ultimate hitters park, but they're playing in Tampa, so hasn't really mattered either for the Yankees. They're they're gonna hit it wherever the hell they want. <laughs> well, let's see, Cleveland at Minnesota. Let's pick that one. I've picked I've picked a bunch of games here. We've got a full slate. Guardians have been playing well of late, but Aaron Savali, not good. 
Two and three, 784 ERA. Ugh. In fact... That, 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 that's Aaron Savalli. Right it's also his first big league start in a month due to injury. So, might be knocking a little bit of rust off there. Minnesota's Joe Ryan, 5-3, 281 ERA. He wasn't great his last time out in his return from the COVID list, but been pretty good overall. 2-0 with a ERA of 1 in the 18 career innings versus Cleveland. Guardians are 6-14 in their last 20 as road underdogs as well. So, let's just take Minnesota straight up, minus 160. You know what? That's, that, that's good enough. There you go. Go forth and gamble and gamble properly, okay? South Bend Cubs baseball. Just around the corner here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.